Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of Sundry's podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, the recently concluded test matches in the India and England series. Uh, we had uh, one episode earlier in this series where uh, India uh, lost to England. Uh, and uh, yeah, that brought up a lot of talking points. What will be the success of baseball in this tour and all of that? And how will India combat it? Will India be able to come back? Uh, I think uh, they have answered it pretty emphatically in uh, these last two test matches, winning both of them pretty comprehensively, I would say. Uh, so we have our co-host Dave uh, with me. Hey, Dave, uh, pretty good comeback from India. Would you would you say that? Yes, I will certainly say that. <laughs> I'm definitely super happy with how the second and third test went, considering. Despite dominating predominantly on the first test match, we lost to a uh, we lost to Ollie Pope. Let's put it that way. But mm-hmm. we came back really well in both second and third game, where uh, we won by an increasing margin as the series progresses. I hope it continues for the next two games as well. Yeah, I think uh, there were a lot of wonderful performances from uh, you know from the Indian standpoint. Uh, throughout these two test matches, uh, both batting and bowling sense, and also uh, some fielding, uh, brilliant fielding performances as well. Uh, England, I think, in in parts uh, of both those test matches, uh, they they had a chance, they had a sniff, but I think they lost control and found it very hard uh, to regain it after they lost control. Uh, so the highlight of those two test matches for me of course would be Jashasvi Jaiswal one man army i would say two test two double hundreds back to back i think only uh, two indians have done it before uh, have scoring back to back 200s virat kohli and uh, uh, vinod kambli mm-hmm. now yashasvi jaiswal has done it and just phenomenal batting from him such a young exciting young talent to watch he took the game by the scruff of the neck took took the attack against uh took the attack to england uh and uh, countered them in their own aggressive style yes it was uh, so exciting to see and i think uh, i will not be the first person to say this i'm sure i read couple of places and i'm sure you must have read many places that he definitely reminds almost all of us of Virendra Shehwag and his opening stint in test match cricket he just comes in and right from the word go he started smashing batters left right and center and that's exactly what he's been doing he's also has the great defense uh, to play moving ball and he's also excellent against spin so which is making him very promising prospect for a long run i'm hoping that's true i think uh, even in the first game he had a start he scored a 80 uh, but then mm-hmm. he was not able to you know carry it into beginnings in the second game also he got a start so we were expecting him to see if he could carry it into beginnings and he carried it into much bigger innings than i thought he would so uh, kudos to him brilliant batting uh, i think his batting set the tone for us in the uh, second game let's go test match but test match 
just taking yeah. the second game into consideration uh his his batting really set the tone for us scoring 200 getting big first inning score uh on on a pitch like that was always going to be uh helpful for us and many thought that that first inning score score was below par seeing the pitch and seeing how it played mm-hmm. except yashasvi jaiswal nobody got even a score of 40 i think the next highest score yashasvi jaiswal was shubman gill with 34 so there were a lot of starts but still people felt that uh, 396 was below par on that pitch that's how a good a uh, pitch that was uh, and uh, ssv jaiswal took full use of it yes and uh, as you rightly pointed out the second best score was subman gill of 34 but it doesn't mean that everyone struggled from ball one they did get short they did get their starts they all played 30 40 50 even 70 balls i think rajat patidar played 72 balls seems so i think the reason why people thought it was 396 was below par was uh, because the pitch had an average first innings winning score of 4 460 or 470 if i remember and because of that they all thought 396 may not be uh, enough in addition to that the pitch did not have a lot of movement or anything that made it um, difficult for new batters to come in and play yes it was not a flat wicket and james anderson was phenomenal uh, i think this was his first game right in the series he just came in yeah. and right from ball one he was bowling exceptionally well and he definitely made it the pitch more intimidating than it really was but i as you said like to score more than half of teams innings in your third game i guess overall which is phenomenal yeah i'm really looking forward to see what else he could do in in the next 10 innings or so we have in home uh in the next year or two so yeah let's hope he scores as much runs as possible in india and he continues even if he plays half as good as this in outside india it would be more than enough for us mm-hmm. i think uh, like you mentioned jimmy anderson yeah, at 42 years old uh, the way he's bowling uh, is just phenomenal the control he has over the ball the way his ability to swing uh, sometimes both ways and uh, lines and lengths he hits uh, he is one of the legends of the game undisputedly uh, but from our bowling standpoint we have a legend of our own i think he was a big reason uh, why even 396 looked like a huge total uh, mm-hmm. jasprit bumrah that spell man wow just it was so brilliant to see uh, this is the jasprit bumrah we knew and we loved and uh, this is the jasprit bumrah who is so dangerous in all conditions not just because he has pace or not just because he can bowl lethal yorkers but just his variations just the way he thinks about the game uh, it's just phenomenal each and every wicket of his uh, that tearing yorker to beat the searing yorker to ali pope or the beautiful uh, length ball to joru to get him caught behind that cutter to ben stokes whatever the variations i told all of it was on show in that one spell of fast bowling uh, in that kind of a pitch to get 6 for 45 
it's just phenomenal that set the game up for us um mm-hmm. and yeah i think uh, undisputedly he he was my man of the match he was just phenomenal all of us were talking about how flat the pitch it was but he seemed like it was like a fast bowler's paradise i completely agree with you as we were talking in our india innings to score 209 and just score 396 and the winning total was so far was around 450 460 from there to bowl out a team in that wicket to 253 is no mean feat and all credit goes to his cricketing brain he got the skills everyone knows that but not many people appreciate his wit you know he outwit batsmen left and right in that game which he's been doing it for a long time now this is what we've been missing when he's not there yes we got few players who bowled really well here and there but they're always been blown on and off um, so that's why you know he's a champion bowler so yeah, yeah 6445 in just 15 overs and flipped the game uh completely towards india side despite not having 500 or 450 first innings total to bowl the team out for 253 and the second innings was tricky and it was very heartwarming to see subman gill finally getting a big runs and i'm sure that must have given him a lot of confidence considering how much he struggled in previous test match and also throwing away his wicket after a good start in first innings of the same test. Yeah, yeah, that's think? true. Uh, I think there was a lot of discussion about oh uh, putting him at number 3 was a bad move. Uh he's a good opener and all of that and I think uh, after a string of failures he's answered back. It was a very solid solid knock. Uh, I was really like you said it was really heartwarming to see his comeback. Uh, we all know how talented a player he is uh, much like uh, yashasvi jaiswal he can single handedly uh, carry the team on his back and he showed that in the second innings when you know when wickets were falling around him uh, he he stood there he made sure that we got a sizable uh, target target for england to chase in the fourth innings uh, one more thing i had to talk like I, i mentioned there were some good feeling performances as well i think uh, one of the big turning point in that first innings was uh, shreyas iyer's catch of uh, of uh, zack crawley he was going very good um, you know uh, 76 of 77 looking dangerous uh, but that catch was phenomenal i think uh, uh, that uh, sometimes uh, when nothing is going your way you need a magical fielding effort like that to you know turn things uh, in your direction and uh, i think shreyas iyer catch did that and throughout the series um, uh, i would say our fielding especially the slip catching and uh, catching has been impressive and uh, this was just a testament for that i have to add that point yes the fielding was as you said the fielding was really good and uh, i think so gil got four catches or five catches throughout at different places that was really good to see in addition to that i wanted to point out akshar patel who mm-hmm. doesn't get games consistently but when, whenever he gets game he try to do something either with the bat or the ball even in this game um he was very handy with the bat in both innings yes he didn't score big yes the runs might look really less but it they were definitely more valuable runs considering some of our top order couldn't score big 
and so that was again he did that but he only picked one wicket in each innings and then next game he was dropped again because Jadeja was available yeah. So I really hope Akshar Patel will get longer run. I'm sure he will do significantly better than what he's doing now if he get, you know, continuous games. I feel bad for him, but you know, it was wrong timing for him to yes. be playing the same period of Ravindra Jadeja. That's true. And again, I think uh, even in the second innings, like you said, he bowled decent. Decently, he, he got hit for runs in the beginning, but then he come he came back really well, and then uh, his figures looked manageable, and his 45 in the second innings while batting was also good. Um, mm-hmm. But again, uh, I think uh, Kuldeep Yadav also had a good game. Uh, Ashwin came back well in the second innings. It was a clinical bowling performance in the second innings, just what we needed. I think uh, three three bowlers took three wickets each. Uh, sorry, two bowlers took three wickets each and then people just chipped in one by one. Once again, Shrey Sire had a brilliant run out of uh, uh, Ben Stokes. Ben and, Stokes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, a, a clinical performance bowling-wise in the second inning to seal the deal, win by one out six runs, good comeback and we move to the third test. With the serious level, the third test definitely looks more promising because of Jadija coming back in and hoping that he will come back with form, especially it's his home ground. And how much did you enjoy Ravindra Jadija's stint in this third test? Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. I think uh, I was following the game right from the beginning uh, because, yeah, it, it was a very exciting test match. We had just leveled the series. Basketball had taken a setback, so it was interesting to see whether they will go with the same approach or not. So, I was very keen on following this test match. And uh, while watching it, the first half an hour to 45 minutes was just disastrous for me. Uh, I was, <laughs> it, was, it, it was as though watching a horror movie. Uh, James Anderson was bowling like it was... James Anderson and Mark Wood were bowling like it was uh, a first day wicket uh, on an overcast morning in Lords. Uh, mm. I was like, like, is it Rajkot or what? Uh, so, excellent control and swing, uh, good new ball bowling from them. And uh, our old force of uh, playing good new ball bowling came back to us. Yes, as Vijayswal gone cheaply, uh, Shuman Gill gone cheaply, Rajat Patidar gone to a crazy, bizarre dismissal. And I was like, and at that moment, an out-of-form Rohit Sharma and kind of out-of-form Ravindra Jadeja were batting together. Yes. And I was like, it was just horrible to watch for me. <laughs> like, when I say horrible, just, you know, the nerves and everything. But then... Did you get uh, some flashback of our innings in Australia? You know, one hour of poor cricket? <laughs> one hour of poor cricket, yeah. We, we <laughs> always have that one hour of poor cricket in us somehow. Uh, and yeah, it, I'm glad it, it this all... was not super poor cricket, just three wickets, not ten yeah. wickets. But then again, uh, two of the most experienced players in our lineup. Mind you, after that, we had a few debutants in our side, Dhruvju Rails and Faraz Khan. So, that partnership between Rohit Sharma and Ravindra Jadeja was one of the finest partnerships uh, in recent times for India, especially given the situation and given the, uh, the status of our batting order in that test match. Them putting that partnership together meant that after that one hour where we were put on the back foot, we never went on the back foot again until uh, 
until you know, the, until the, the end of the batting innings. Ah, no, the end of the game. There was one one little phase with Ben Duckett. Oh, where, okay, okay, yeah, there yeah. was a partnership from yeah. England side. Yeah, okay. So, yes. the uh, like our first innings batting after thirty three for three looked flawless to me. You know, much thanks to uh, Rohit Sharma and Ravindra Jadeja's innings. Both of them, mind you, they played. I think the way they played was very brilliant. They were very watchful in the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. especially Rohit Sharma, given his recent, you know, trend of going attacking from ball one. Was very watchful from the beginning. Very sensible innings, rotating the strike whenever they needed. And then once both of them got their eye in, they had their big shots come out. So. It was a brilliant innings, brilliant partnership, and uh, yeah, that set the innings up for someone like Sarfraz Khan to come in and do what he did on his debut Test match. I, I completely agree with you on two experienced player who were marginally out of form or fully out of form to come back together in one innings and to put on a 200 partnership. It was excellent to see and very promising for the rest of the series, but. I was even more impressed with two debutants, both of them scoring, like both of them playing like it is, they've been playing for, I don't know, 20, 30 games so far. It, it, it was really good to see. Yes, the, they did not, they were not put into that much of pressure when they came in. We were at least 230, you know, 237 is when Rohit got out. So we were almost there, but still from there, they they showed their experience. They sh- Safras Khan, we all know how experienced he is, and he has scored mountains of runs in Ranji cricket and state cricket. So it was so good to see he get an opportunity and he grabbed it with both hands. It was an unfortunate yeah, think, run out. Yeah, <laughs> it was an unfortunate. I mean, it run-out. was very unfortunate yeah. way to get out. The way he was batting, he looked set for a big score as well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think again. Good credit to Dhruv Jurel as well because he was also he also came in in a very tricky situation. You know, second day morning we lost a couple of quick wickets. Uh, Dhruv Jurel then uh, started batting with Ashwin. They had a big partnership, both of them together, and then uh, that took us to a good 445. It, it looked like a slightly better score than uh, our first innings total uh, in uh, the second test, but the way yes. Bendek had batted. Um, uh, second day, it looked like we may not have enough. Kudos to him. That was the embodiment of baseball in my mind. He, he mixed unorthodox. He swept. He cut. He came down the track. And in all of that, he also had good defensive technique, uh, which allowed him to play uh, these shots uh, when the bowler tried something different. He was able to bring out his unorthodox shots to get runs. This was the second phase of the game where it felt like we were in the back foot. Going into the third morning, it, it looked really concerning for us because if Ben Deck had carried uh, the way he was batting, they had Joe Root, uh, Johnny Bairstow, Ben Stokes to come. Uh, it looked really threatening. Um, but I think the, yeah, the comeback on the third was, day morning just phenomenal. Yes, considering Ashwin was not available for the day, the way that, as you said, the way that Ben Deckard was batting, there were two... 100 or something in 35 overs, if I remember correctly, and they only lost two wickets. And the 445 doesn't look, did not look like it was threatening at all. And so from there to pick up 
remaining eight wickets for less than 100 runs was a phenomenal feat. And would like to give some of the credits to England batters as well. <laughs> but uh, nothing to take away from um, Siraj and Kuldeep and Jadeja. I think Kuldeep was spinning the ball even before the cracks opened up. He was spinning the ball a lot off the pitch. Yeah, which was really good to see, and England batter definitely struggles against that. He they even struggled to defend. There were a few close calls as well. So yeah, it was exceptional bowling performance. Mind you, he in got hit for a lot of runs uh, in the second day. Bendakit and everybody just took the attack to him, and I think his economy at one point was close to seven. But the end of the spell, it was just uh, four and a half or something. And he had picked up a couple of wickets. So, great comeback. Siraj, also great comeback. He didn't mm-hmm. have a great first test match. Uh, he did not pick up a wicket, if I'm not wrong. And then he... He wasn't given he, that much opportunity either, yeah. to be honest. And then but, he was rested yeah. for the second game. Coming back uh, in a crucial uh, first innings spell, he bowled phenomenally well. Especially, you know, cleaning up the tail with those yorkers and all. He was uh, exceptional. Uh, so, yeah, good bowling. And then, once again, it was a third innings, uh, good state setup. Uh, we had lost Rohit Sharma early, but the way Yashasvi Jaiswal and Suman Gill batted, just like blew, blew England away. Uh, once again, uh, exceptional innings from uh, Subman. Uh, yes, he almost got a 100, because, which, yeah. like back-to-back, in the same third innings. And in the second, yeah, in, in the third innings. So, exceptional batting from him. Uh, um, we have to give credit to him. A lot of talk about him not being in form and all of that. To come back and do that in back-to-back test matches, uh, great credit to him. And then, yes, Vijay Swal once again. I, I cannot describe his innings enough because I was watching it live. And especially, you know, after he came back, after the back injury, he got 100 uh, mm-hmm. Before the injury, phenomenal batting. But to you know have a break like that and come back and play the same way, it's mm-hmm. it's much more appreciable in my opinion. Especially having had that break to score three sixes consecutively of a bowler like James Anderson <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you're like 19 years old is is no mean feat. Yeah. He's 22, but he looks like 18, yeah. 17 year old. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. yeah, I looked it so, up exactly. I, okay. I felt the same way. Exactly what he said. Oh, his he age looks must be young. less than. Yeah, yeah, his age must be less than Anderson's experience. And then I just checked. He's 22 years old. But he does not look like 22 and he does not talk like 22. <laughs> but yeah, it was... But it's close, it's close to Anderson's total experience. Like, yes. Almost, right? Yes. So, sure. especially that's uh, the third six, the straight six and the power drive six. Uh, just mm-hmm. brilliant. And then after 200, if they had let him bat for a couple of more overs, he would have got two for sure. <laughs> the, the, those two massive sixes. Like the way both him and Sarfras Khan were batting, if they had let them bat for a few more overs, Sarfras would have got his 100, yes, just for 250. Because that's the mode they were batting in. Like once yeah. both of them got to their own personal milestones, they just like added like 40, 50 runs and like note. Yeah, I think at that time they were already given a message that we're going to declare soon, so do whatever you can. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about anything. So I think they just went all guns blazing. That innings completely blew away England and to have a target closer to 500. I 
actually thought they might play a little differently. I know they are not going to go back into their shell and try to defend and draw the game. I know they are going to go out, try to score the runs, but I did not think they will get bundled down that fast. Well, I mean, they asked for it. They were like, oh, give me 600, I'm going to go and try to chase it. So, guess what? We gave them 600 runs to chase. Look what happened. And it was uh, fourth innings. It was the wicket started cracks on the wicket, started opening, the ball started spinning. And you got Ravindra Jadija with the ball, where in the ground, which he played, I don't know how many games. His All his cricket, life. probably. Yeah. Yes. So, there is not much to talk about in the second innings, except there was some no. resistance that was done. There was some resistance when Stokes and folks were batting. And when, when I, I, I think mean, it was 50 or something, 50 for 5, 50 yeah, for 50 for 5 6, 7. I think they were 50 for 7, close to. I yeah. thought they would get bowled out less than 100, but... I think it was yeah, Mark Wood who just came Mark out. Wood, he, was, yeah. he was like, okay, let me have some fun. And then he auditioned for IPL and uh-huh. he wrapped 15 up. Ball 33. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I think exceptional bowling from Jadeja single-handedly demolished them. Uh, I think that yes. was India's biggest win uh, by the margin of runs ever uh, in their 677 yeah. Yeah, test history. And uh, yeah, a phenomenal comeback, uh, but I want to touch upon uh, Ravichandran Ashwin's phenomenal achievement of uh, 500 test wickets to see yet another Indian bowler do it after Anil Kumble. It's just great to see. Uh, I, I read a post somewhere saying that Tamil Nadu and especially, you know, the Chennai cricketing fraternity, they're all mad about cricket. They've played so much cricket. There are so many leagues, mini leagues, cr- school cricket, everything, and Ranji Trophy. Uh, going on in uh, Tamil Nadu, but we don't have a proper cricketing legend. We have a lot of good players in the past, but we don't have one legend. Uh, Ravichandran Ashwin might be it. Ravichandran Ashwin is our own uh, cricketing legend from the land of Tamil Nadu and phenomenal achievement to him. Every condition he's been put in, uh, he's performed and he has a great cricketing brain. Uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on his achievement before we close out here. Yeah, I... I completely agree. And if you look at the overall Indian cricket player list, if you say he's not a legend in general, okay. But in test cricket for Indian team, he is a legend already. Uh, even before this 500 wicket, I had to say, in my opinion. In the last decade or so, with the phenomenal record that India has been having in home in test cricket, full credit goes to... Okay, I should not say full credit. Most credit goes to Ashwin and Jadeja. And the rest of the credit goes to... Indian batter who able to score in the same pitch where opponents struggle. So, yeah, I think a phenomenal right. achievement to him. Uh, so, yeah, the Test series is set up pretty excitingly. Two one England. Uh, you know, as always, uh, Ben Stokes has come out and said, "Oh, it's a great opportunity for us to win the series from here." Uh, blah blah blah. A lot of stock still from the England camp. Uh, <laughs> Bumrah is being rested for uh, the fourth test. So, let's see whether they can, you know, at least hold their words true uh, going it in the fourth test. It'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, it's an opportunity they... for India to wrap up the test series. Yeah. If they manage to come back in fourth test, then fourth test would be exciting and tight. But I'm hoping 
with the way that things are going, I'm hoping that we will be able to win this series in the next game. Yeah, we've ticked most boxes. Our batters are in form. Uh, batters who haven't gotten runs so far have gotten runs, and SSG as well is continuing his form. We've got new uh, debut players also looking good. So, exciting test match lies ahead. Let's watch those two episodes, those two games, and then. We'll come back with one more episode covering the rest of the two test games. Thank you everyone for joining us. We'll see you guys soon. And see you soon. Bye-bye.